whistle is blowing, and that signals another episode of the Entrepreneur's Locker Room Chat with a Champion. Your host, Steve Brosman, a former national track champion, multi-Amazon best-selling author, and successful entrepreneur interviews leaders in their field to give you the tips, shortcuts, and strategies to help you change the game you play. And now your host, Steve Brosman. The whistle has blown, the bell has rung, and we have another episode of the Entrepreneur's Locker Room and Chat with a Champion. Chat with a Champion on multi-levels. I've known this guy for quite a few years now, and it is my pleasure to introduce you to a great colleague, friend, mentor, you call him whatever you like, Mr. James Short. Welcome along. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Mate, uh, we will cover a couple of hats today, but... uh, We've known each other for quite some time, but let's get into the craziness of you. Uh, the, <laughs> the run through the Simpson Desert first. Tell, tell us all about that, what it is, why you did it, and, uh, and then we'll get on to some of the business stuff. Yeah, let's talk personal for a minute. So <laughs> the Big Red Run was, occurred back in July this year, in 2018, and it was... Uh, a 250-kilometer ultra marathon running race throughout the Simpson Desert, which is the world's biggest parallel sand dune desert. Um, it was epic. Over six days, uh, we camped out every night, and uh, lots of lots of scars, lots of memories. But it was a, a memorable, just absolutely incredible race. Um, and you know, you go there thinking you're going to have a, a great race, and you come come back with many some amazing friends. And uh, it was truly just a incredible event to be part of and I know you trained extremely hard for it and uh, some of the things that you've told us since that a lot of the a lot of the stuff was mental yeah and so you true. overcome and, and can you please share the breathing side of things that you uh, you wrote a great uh, article and podcast about and it's just very powerful yeah I mean breathing is is so underrated yes we do breathe every single day right (laughs) everybody out there does stop it does help (laughs) um but the level of breathing really can tap into so much potential and you know obviously going through the desert you face many demons um and obviously you get sore you know day five is 85 kilometers so there's some big days you came through you know it could be a sore ankle or a calf or a hip it was the, the ability just to tap into the breath tap into the breathing go deep focus the breathing into that area and just slowly start to release that area of any tension, any tightness. Um, and what I noticed is that the more I start to breathe, the more the whole body started to relax, the mind started to quieten down. And so I utilized that little exercise day to day, even at night before going to bed, visualizing it in the morning and utilizing the breath is such a powerful technique to, uh, to really stop and to get centered, but also to deal with, with pain management as well. Fantastic. The reason... I wanted you to share that and the, the entrepreneur's locker room is all about brain, body, brand and business. And, and when you're working on your mindset, breathing is an integral part of that. So hearing how you use the breathing in a, such a powerful uh, medium to get you through 250 kilometers through the Simpson Desert, uh, it means that we really should tap into that as well. Yeah, now, so we- like uh, myself, you've come from the health and fitness industry, very yes. successful uh, club owner, operator, but you've moved more into uh, what, what is called Goals Tribe. Can you give us a snapshot of that and how you're helping individuals and businesses? And then we'll go into the real topic that I want you to share today. Yeah, so Goals Tribe is, is, came from a, a formation, a mastermind concept after leaving and sold, selling the business within the, in the fitness industry. 
and it was uh, as metamorphed into where we assist um, those business owners and leaders around their leadership, around developing their, their, their leadership capability, developing their strategic planning and looking to how do we get to where they want to get to and reverse engineering that, and then building winning, uh, winning teams, developing high-performance teams and developing the culture within those organizations. So it's a nice little synergy. So it's really <coughs> helping them to really step into what I call their genius <coughs> within their organization, both as a leader but also as the team. And that sort of segued into what we're about to, to get into today, <laughs> um, which was a nice segue because I believe we've got so much potential, but we get so bogged down into a lot of the admin and the medial task. And that's where this sort of brainchild came from um, of what we're going to get stuck in today. Let's get stuck into it because I've got to tell people <laughs> out there that you have been an absolute godsend. We are going to be talking about outsourcing and you've been um, doing outsourcing in your own business for, for 10 years. I, <laughs> and we joked, I started outsourcing seven years ago and then stopped six and three quarter years ago because I just couldn't get it to work. And then I started again five years ago and then stopped four and three quarter years ago because my issue was at that point of time, I had to teach them what I wanted them to do. And I didn't know how to teach them because I just did things. And that's why it just never worked for me. And when you came along and said, Steve, I've got people that have been trained in everything that you want to do. You just have to pick from the list. And I thought, oh, where have you been all my life? <laughs> I just slotted straight in and said, I'll have that, 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 and that. And would every, you like fries with that? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll have what he's having. That's basically what I said. It's yeah. like, what are you doing for James? Because I, I need that and I'll have that, that, and that. Great. Thank you. Yeah. And that's, that's how I started back in and it has really leveraged my business. So can you tell us your experience with it and then where it's progressed to? Yeah, I mean, going back 10 years ago and, and you know what, for those people who are thinking about outsourcing or, or doubled in it before, I tell you, I've gone through all the war stories. I've, I've got the battle scars. I've got the, the drawn bank accounts. I've got the IP being stolen. I've got, you name it, I've been through it all. Um, you know, from where uh, halfway through a, a website and it's just like you hear crickets. You don't hear anything from your developer for, for a couple of months and so you have to move on. You know, you paid someone something and, and next minute they've, they've taken off with your cash. So that's as, you know, I've gone through stages where I can see, you know, it all started with the, with the book from um, Tim Ferriss's The 4-Hour Workweek. And it was, I, I dabbled in it a little bit prior. And that sort of really opened my eyes to the possibilities of how he, he started it. And, and so that's metamorphed into what we've created today. But it, it started with um, looking at ways of what I love to do and then how can I systemize it so I don't have to do the stuff that I don't like to do. You know, all the admin stuff, all the database stuff, all the research stuff. It's like, you know what, if I could just get someone else to do it, that would be cool. Um, and that sort of started the, 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 the process to where we are today. And, and, and knowing that, you know, we're, we're dealing with different cultures, we're de dealing with different time zones, we're dealing with different levels of engagement where you don't have someone sitting next to you. So you've got to think, okay, so if I was on the other side, what would I want? You know, what would be the step-by-step -step instructions on how would I want to manage that? And if it was more of a detailed kind of person, because I ain't, um, what would they need? Um, so that, so we've created a lot of systems and processes around um, how to really win it out outsourcing. Now you originally started with, I, I guess it was probably one, then two, and then you've you've got a fantastic small team right now working in in one area. 
but most recently you've got involved with another company that is really, did you say 400? Yeah. So, so we've got 400 team over in the Philippines at the moment. Um, and we're just looking to expand. We've just opened up another office over in a different part of uh, the Philippines as well. So we're taking that to the next level. Now, now you're at that size, what is it that you can offer people in Australia and, and how does it work? Yeah, I, I, I guess the reason, you look at why would you outsource first? Um, what I've realized over the years is firstly identifying what, what your genius is for those small operators, single operators, but then when you get to, to the larger organization is, is what's really missing. You know, I deal with a lot of work in, in the real estate space. And for example, property managers, property managers that get so stuck into the, the media or the admin, the, 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 the tedious work that if they could just give it to someone else who's a low dollar per hour, highly productive, that's their focus. And they can go out and talk to their landlords, talk to their tenants, increase the opportunities, increase the, the, the business relationships. They're going to grow the business for you whilst you've got everything else that has usually drawn them back and now someone else has done it. So when we're looking at saving costs, when we're looking to increase productivity, when we're really looking to increase our revenue, particularly in, in Australian market, things are getting a little bit tighter. How do, we in, how do we improve our efficiencies within our business? And this is where outsourcing is really, I guess, hit the nail. But you've also got to know what to do and how to do it. And that's why we've obviously systemized the whole process. Yeah, look, I'll give a very classic example of I've been wanting and had been wanting to do a podcast for quite some time and, and setting it up and then managing it and then uploading and then doing all of that stuff. I, I, it just wasn't going to happen. Consequently, it didn't. But then, you know, it was not long after you'd set yours up and I thought, geez, okay, the team's done yours. Um, and it was just like, well, can you do that for me? And it's like, well, of course we can. So all I, and here's a classic example. All I do is what we're doing now. Yep. We have the interview, then I drop that in and it's all done. It's and you don't touch up. it again. It's, it's, That's it. Hands off. It is totally Get out hands of the off. system. <laughs> Consequently, it is, it is happening and my business is growing and the exposure is growing because as you just said, you do your zone of genius, which is that one thing. And this just one thing was sitting on the shelf. And there's several others now that it's just like, well, you know, I used to, and because I do videos um, and I used to do the editing and do that and teaching somebody to do exactly what I want and need, which is going to take too long. But when I looked at some of the stuff, it's like drop it in here, you get it back and it's better than what I could have done. <laughs> totally. And you know what? And, and so true. And that's why, you know, when we do our team meetings and when I, when I onboard new clients, it's like, okay, what is your genius? What is your, what is your current team's genius? And where are, the, where are the geniuses that you need that the current gaps? All right, let's start with those areas that you can fill that genius with. And when, what I notice when everyone sticks to their genius, oh my goodness, the magic that creates, the, the efficiencies that create because everyone is on song. Because that is their passion. That lights them up. That gets them going. They take ownership, responsibility. And when you then have a team of geniuses all coming together to doing their, doing their bit, that's when true leverage, that's when true scale can come in. And I say to my, my personal team is that if I get into your genius, you have full permission to slap me in the back of the head and go, boss, get out of my genius, 
right? Because that's I said, that's the only reason why we're not going to grow and scale is because I'm dabbling in everyone else's genius. And yeah. and that's the level of conversation that you can have with, with your team. You know, you can, we run, you know, with our own personal team, weekly meetings, uh, everyone's jumps online. Um, so it's, it's super cool. Even with clients, they, they, they're on the phone talking to, you know, the VA over in the Philippines going, Hey, I just want to check in where we're up to with this. And they're giving you weekly reporting. So it's all as if someone's sitting right next to you. And that's the thing. It's, it's as easy as talking to somebody in, in the next room. And I found that because I've developed the confidence in the team that I'm dealing with one person and I'm giving them so many various tasks yeah. that I only have to deal with the one person and they deal with all the other geniuses. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Instead of saying, well, I've got to give that one to that one and they've got to pass it over to that one. They've got to get it back to the, and uh, you don't have to worry about that. It's just like, one well, point. drop one it point. in, communicate with, you know, you call it the project manager yeah. and they find the right people. And that is just such, a stress relief yeah totally and then and then so therefore you can go and create what you need to create and start to leverage your own time um and so you're not jumping into doing the medial stuff and you can go out and build those relationships you can go out and, and develop what you need to develop rather than being so stuck in the business and you've got you know it's getting done because the system's already created this also goes for those who you know may have their own systems like their own crm system their own database management system our team can pick something up within a couple of weeks they go in, they do all the videos, they do all the trainings, all the tutorials, all the stuff that we're supposed to be doing ourselves, but we never <laughs> do. <laughs> they go in there and part of their onboarding process, they will learn your system. They will learn your database. So no matter what it is, um, no matter what CRM that you're using, our team can go in, learn all the, 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 the hard stuff that we're usually supposed to be doing and they'll take it away from, from you. And that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of it. So the people that are listening to this right now and they're sitting on the fence, what, and I'm sure you, you've got an exercise that you get them to do and just say, well, what would it take and what would it mean to your business to get rid of that and, and done quicker, better, um, and allow you to do other things? What, what's one or two questions you want them to ask themselves? Yeah, so what I always recommend and always suggest is do what I call a brain dump. All the stuff that you look at is if I could or if I, if I had someone to, what would that list be of all the activities, all the stuff that is on your, your, your pile that you go, I'm going to get to one day. What is that wish list? And having a wish list, then it gets you out of your head and you go, okay, now we can start to, to delegate. And I always suggest start small and then slowly build. It's like, running a, it's like running a marathon. You're not going to go out sprinting. People think, oh, I've got all this stuff and this person's going to be, or this group of people are going to be you know, the answer to all my prayers. They are still people. They're still, we're still managing expectations. So we start small and that's why from your list, do the small bits and then grow in size. And next minute, boom, that whole pile is removed. Now, apart from the typical, what, what are some of the things that people wouldn't expect that they could outsource as a part of their, their tasks they could give people? Well, that's a really good question. The, the gap is getting quite small. So we have our team... Um, we've got a whole call center. So like, for example, traditionally, you know, the big telcos, the, the, the big insurance companies, uh, they moved a lot overseas and they started to get the, the call centers and there was a big pushback. The difference with, with our guys is that they're all tertiary uh, qualified 
and they're all very proficient in English speaking. So we have a select team of our call center team that you'd think they'd be down the road. Um, because of the technology that we use, because of the, the English that these guys have, have gone through in the trainings and the, the what we call localisms, so all the different uh, isms we have in Australia, they actually learn and they get trained up on, on those different uh, those different formats and those the, 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 those traits that we have here in good old Aussie, right? Um, and so, therefore, they, they they sound like you know part of the family. Um, so, really, the look at the, the scope from your accounting, from your customer customer care, customer call points, from your data database, from your research, from your editing, the list is is pretty much endless. It's really up to your own imagination. Yeah, you were touched on it and then you just repeated it again that if you want something done or written or collated and you want some information on a certain topic and say, listen, instead of sitting on Google yourself and then collating it, you've, you've got a research person, they can hand it off to an editor and deliver something back within just a couple of days that you probably yourself would have taken you know, three, four, five times as many days. Totally. And you just go and put your own little touch on it yep. and and off it goes yeah I, I just give you a little example i do a lot of presenting nowadays and and what i do i just get the the whiteboard marker i i draw up all the the little boxes on the whiteboard and i just write in just keywords i take a photo of that send it off to the team and within within 24 hours i've got a full presentation put together pictures animations the whole bit like something that will take me literally eight hours to do it takes me 15 minutes to, to write up on the whiteboard and boom, send it off to the team. So like I've just clawed back eight hours of my time. And now when I look at it, my hourly rate that I charge out at, I've saved some serious coin. So looking at that as an investment in, you know, handing it over to another expert, which I could have done it, but it would have taken me at least eight hours to do. Now I've seen and heard you do various things of just uh, shortcutting time just like basically dictating something into your phone pushing the button it goes just highlight a couple of those little time-saving secrets that you use yeah so there's a couple of different things that we use for efficiency <laughs> excuse me is is obviously audio is, is huge um videos is, is even bigger because uh when you know when we're trying to do a system is that we can screen share I can go through how we run through it, save that as a video that goes in the video training platform and then cool. The, the team can revert back to if they've got any questions, they can go through What was that point again? And boom, there it is. The screen sharing component is huge. So, you know, things like Jing, things like um, uh, any screens, screen share uh, components that really video uh, Camtasia, that video record your screen is so useful. Um, also Dictaphone. Um, so if you've got your, your, your phone just on the go is boom, you, you're sending a message. Hey team, can you get this sorted? Blah, blah, blah. Send this to this person, blah, blah, blah. Thank you. Boom. It's all done. So when we're looking at efficiencies, even on the go, um, obviously you're hand free in the car. So I'm sending messages all the time in the car and I get back into the office. It's all done. So I don't have to, it's out of my head and the team's running with it. So it's so much efficient. What you just said then is is also a, a declutterer because mm. if you think and you're thinking about it and how am I going to do it and when am I going to prioritize it, will I get to it or will I not? If all you do is dictate it into the phone and send it off, that's cleared your head. Mm. So instead of the day bringing your head down and your thinking space into the day to day, 
you're on more of the creative and the higher level and you can just you can let it go immediately you think of something you record it it's gone that's great and we use we use two components we use trello and we use slack as our as our project management so you know people go okay that's well and good you you, you've sent it off to somewhere but how do you know it's getting done and so what i say is that i say guys can you create a, a, a trello card from this little thing and here's the details blah 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 and so when you get back into the office and if you need to update that Trello card, you know it's already there and you can add anything that you need to add. So then you can see who's working on it, how they're working it, what are the stages and when it's going to get done. So, you know, there's some little other tips and tricks to know that, okay, it's, it's all, it's gone by the audio, but you know it's, it's being done because we're using the project management software behind it. Sensational. Now, the new company that you're, you've got here in Australia, it's got a really cool name. I'm going to let you introduce it. And what's the, uh, what's the story behind it? Because uh, it is very cool. Yeah, so the, the new company that we've just launched is uh, Support Zebra Australia. And the, uh, the parent company, Support Zebra, is based in the Philippines. And we're the Australian arm of uh, Support Zebra. So it's really cool because uh, obviously, like zebras, um, every, you know, every zebra has its uniqueness. But there's also, uh, it's also pretty much black and white. So a lot of the stuff that we do is all around supporting our zebras. Um, and so that's why it's, it's, a, it's a real cool, cool story. We have over in the Philippines, when I was over there a couple of months ago, a full-size uh, mascot that walks around the office as a zebra. And I'll show you some of the videos around that later, which is so cool. Um, but the reason why we've partnered with these guys is, that, is a number of reasons. One is where values aligned. Like... Their, what they stand for, how they do things, the support they give back to their team, support they give back to the um, uh, the environment, support they give back to, to the community is huge. The quality of work um, that they do for all our clients is phenomenal. The reporting, the accountability, uh, the onboarding that they do, it's just, I've never seen, I've worked with many different um, companies before, so that's why we've partnered with Support Zebra and we've launched Support Zebra Australia. Super excited. Now, I want to highlight the commitment of your team because it is just unbelievable. You went over there, I don't know whether it was that trip or another trip, and there was some phenomenal storm cyclones and everything going on and planes were cancelled. You got to finish a dinner and everything. It was about 11 o'clock and then one of them said, hey, boss, we haven't done our planning session yet. We better start. So they committed and started at 11 o'clock and what was it three or four in the morning you finished yeah yeah, yeah. we worked through thank goodness it was at um like a coffee house because we were just <laughs> like let's get the coffees cakes let's get the sugar going and it's just like wow like i felt so honored so privileged to be a part of this team right and and these guys are just going what about this what about and we're just creating it with the strategies and we walked away with like a clear roadmap for, for our next quarter it was just oh beautiful yeah and that's that's a commitment to you and that's also the commitment that i see as a client and the commitment that they have to delivering the service and that's that's a fantastic thing to know that that's the type of people you're dealing with and that's why i really wanted to personally do this uh, this interview with you because i know uh look kim that i've had as as my girl for two three years now and it's just such a it's a wonderful thing to have that one person there and that's the relationship you develop with them and the commitment to delivering as you said high quality service is phenomenal so okay somebody's made a decision 
what do they need to do to contact you to say, well, is this right for me? And, and how do we start looking at it? Yeah, so, so definitely jump onto uh, supportzebra.com.au. Um, send me a little message. And then what we'll do is that we're complimentary, have a chat, find out a little bit more about you, where you want to go, um, some of the frustrations that you might have had in the past. And we can work through step-by-step, step, map it out with you, all complimentary, um, and just to see if we're a right fit for you and, and vice versa. Fantastic. So we'll have the details in because uh, we'll make sure that you have the details in because it's handled by your team <laughs> to make sure they all go out with, with this. Uh, James, uh, there's two big thank yous here. A, thank you so much for this interview and, uh, and getting this out there because I know that you will be able to help a lot of people transition themselves and their business. And thank you for several years ago introducing me to your team because I know what it's done for me pleasure thank you for having me and uh yeah if i can help in any way please reach out fantastic okay guys if you like this interview first and foremost go and uh, contact james but uh if you do like it subscribe if you want to head over to the entrepreneurs locker room facebook group there's some cool things happening over there and we're going to have another great interview for you guys again real soon cheers Well, that's full time on this episode, but don't forget to subscribe, rate, and we'd love you to leave a comment. Head over to the Facebook group, The Entrepreneur's Locker Room, where there'll be some great bonus content to help you step up and play a bigger game.